2021, January the 1st, at 12.35. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for making or for letting me and my family make it through 2020, a year of coronavirus, election, presidential elections, all kind of social media havoc, racial tension. God, I just want to say thank you for keeping me and my family safe and sound. I just got to do a reflection. Who would have thunk or thought that in January of 2020 that we would be literally captivated? By by coronavirus, COVID-19, the whole stinking year. But my life changed in March the 15th of 2020 when I found out a job that I've been going to for literally five years was going to be totally stopped. Literally, everything stopped. And I didn't realize then when I found out that my job would end that I thought it was going to end for a month or so, a couple of weeks. Here I am in January the 1st on a Friday at 12, now it's 12.37, that I will be out of work from March of 2020 to January uh 2021 i can imagine but that shows you how good god is because even through all of that i still have a roof over my head i have food to eat i have clothes on my back there is so many things that i was able to do i was able to get all my washing done even though i still always need to wash i mean i was able to get a beautiful laptop computer and a printer thank you lord i figured out how to use them both um i'm i was just i just don't even understand more than important for, for at least two years now i've been asking god i need a break and even i think even when i think about it in january of 2020 I was asking God, I need a break. I need a break from work. I need a break from church. Lord, I just, I want to be able to sleep in and chill out and not have to worry about getting up at the crack of dawn like I was doing uh, as a auction driver. I would get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and have to be at the door by 5. And man, although the job wasn't hard, but just get up was stressful and god has been so good to me that i've been able to sleep in majority of this year since march of 2020 and i just want to say thank you god my biggest goal now in 2021 is to get out of debt get a brand new house get a brand new car get my finances in order and really 
do something with this social media because I really like being on social media even though to a certain degree I'm not really on social media because the only thing I was doing before going on Facebook and posting quotes and following different people I was mainly on YouTube just listening to my music and watching videos but since uh, that first week in March I think it was several days later that actually I said, why not start my own podcast? And from March uh, March of 2020 to the first day of January, the first 2021, here I am uh, with my podcast with over 40. This probably be my 43rd podcast. And I just want to say I thought I couldn't do it. But here I am. So thank you, Lord. So you know what? My thing right now is first, my first bent on social media. I start following Crystal Everest Hurst and no offense to any of the ladies in the inner circle or social circle but I really wasn't trying to be a part of a community I just had I was at work really uh, in those early months of March when Crystal wasn't coming on every day she was coming on here and there and I was already uh, at, the, at, at my job and for some, at 7 o'clock I started getting these notifications that Crystal Evans Hurst was going on live. And I just decided to listen to her one day. And I like what she had to say. And she makes some sense. And she makes sense of brother. And here I am since March. I've been following her. And I've gone through 21 day journey, 90 day experience. Desperate for Jesus online event in a circle summit, uh, sister sessions. We had several of those. Seven a.m. QCs, although she called me uh, coffee with crystal, but I will always consider myself a saying seven a.m. QC because that's when I saw following her doing these seven a.m. QCs during the pandemic. So. And because of it, I've been on Facebook like I have never been. I have never posted anything on Facebook or had a reason to look uh, to see how even operated. I didn't even know how Facebook operated or how uh, to post or navigate through Facebook until I started finding Crystal. And so... Thank you, thank you, thank you, Crystal, because now I'm comfortable with it, and I know how to post, I know I have different little avatars on that, so it's been very, very interesting, and so, but my next topic I want to talk about is the presidential election. Now, what can you say? A month ago, it hasn't even been a month ago that we had the presidential election and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won. And 
I predicted that Donald Trump would win because I really thought he was going to win. But, hey, when you make television your reality show and you tweet like crazy, people get tired of that. And America spoken and Donald Trump is out and Biden and Harris is in, which... I'm happy for them, but at the same time, tell you the truth, I'm shocked. And I'll say it, I think in several, I know in a couple of other podcasts that Donald Trump is his own worst enemy. And he would have won re-election if he would just stay off Twitter and quit making America his reality show. Because he would have won. But since he kept putting his foot in his mouth, he gets to go home on, what is that, Uh, January the 20th? Yeah, January the 20th, he gets to go home. So, it is what it is. And what can you say about the racial tension? in America uh, in 2020 with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey. Still to this day when I see uh, the video of Ahmaud Aubrey being shot like a dog in the street, I mean, it's just not uh, no words to explain. And a campaign called Say Their Names has hit nationwide and the great thing about that was uh i didn't realize that it was i thought it was just a website or a same but about three months ago has it been three months yeah it's been like three or four probably actually four months ago well there was a, a a face a facial i guess you could say a facial exhibit of all the people who've been murdered uh by police or and uh of course I, those three names and uh you had uh uh Dr. Martin Luther King Malcolm X and so many faces and a lot of elderly women and kids and Emmett Tills and Man, it, the list just goes on and on. And it was a wonderful exhibit in the third ward. And the great thing about it, it was free. And I will be forever grateful for that. Uh, the event was free. And so I hope that we get a handle on our racial tension in America because. You know, growing up as a little kid, reading about what happened in the 50s and 60s with the civil rights movement, I feel like we relived it this past year, which is crazy. And hopefully with the new incoming president, things will die down and people get a hold of themselves. Another trending topic is... You know, there has been so much domestic violence and and domestic murderers uh, right here in the state of Texas. And one of the saddest things I've heard, I think it was yesterday, where uh, a man shot his girlfriend and 
and her two kids. And then he turned the gun on himself. And this is something that has happened over and over and over again during this past year in 2020 or last year. And, you know, I didn't realize how much domestic violence uh, was in play until the pandemic came and then every time you look on the news a woman was being killed or her kids were being killed and I have to believe that yesterday in this tragic not accident but murder it was just straight up murder where this man killed his, killed his girlfriend and her uh, two Dutch children that he was probably living with them and she got tired of him he probably wasn't paying in the money and so she was about to pull him out and instead of being put out he made everybody pray and so he ended up killing all all i mean two of her kids and her and then turned the gun on himself and man it don't make sense you know i hope that everybody get the help that they need because it's tragic all the way around and you got Three family members in one family has to bury their loved ones because somebody being stupid and irresponsible. Instead of just walking away and saying, hey, if you want to put me out, put me out. But he going to make everybody pay because he not doing what he's supposed to do. You know, like I said, I hope everybody get the help that they need. But you know what? One of the things that I have to go back uh, with Donald Trump, they've been trying to pass this stimulus package. And they finally did. And almost at the last minute, a couple of days before President Trump got the bill to sign it at Mar-a-Lago in Florida, he come up with a $2,000 payment. And so I'm thinking... Why didn't he come up with that earlier and make that part of the package instead of waiting to the last minute and saying he wanted in there? And if it don't get in there, he's not going to sign it. He's going to veto the bill. Of course, he signed it. At the distress, he didn't want to. But if he was going to make some kind of maneuver, he should have did this early in the summer before we got to the deadlines on Friday. Because I think it was Friday when he signed the bill into law, which is crazy. Why wait till the last minute? Because Donald Trump can and he pissed off at everybody. Even his Republican uh, uh, party, he's pissed off. So, it is what it is. So, my next topic is, of course, in the last, what, two weeks now? There's been a vaccine that's been shipped all over the country and literally all over the world as well. And Moderna and Pfizer are the two pharmaceutical companies that got their vaccines out. I still don't trust them. There's still side effects we don't know. We don't know the long-term effects if it has kidney failure or heart failure or what. And my thing is this. We got people uh, going around getting shots like the uh, first care responders, like the nurse and the doctors. 
to a certain in the normal time I wouldn't have a problem. But my problem is this you have a vaccine that was birthed in somebody's lab within six months and it hasn't been proven yet, it hasn't been tested long term. And on the CDC uh, website, they even tell you that it takes 10 years for a vaccine or a medicine to go through uh, the legal trials. And here we are coming out of, uh, here we are got two vaccines in less than six months. And we just going to start shooting up people with this mess. Something is wrong with this picture. And then my thing, what is the long-term effect, especially if you're going around giving shots to the elderly? What about their pre-existing conditions and the medicine they already taken? You talking about messed up? It's going to be some major lawsuits like crazy. Man, that is so, to me, it's so irresponsible. And then what made me, one of the reasons why I don't trust it either is because of money. Like anything, to me, the pharmaceutical companies are all about making as much money they can. And the CEO of Pfizer proved that to me. It's been well over two and a half weeks now since he came on TV and said, oh, our medicine is 95% proof. I didn't realize at the time, which was the next day, that he sold a lot of his stock and made a, a fortune off, off of it. And they wonder why we don't trust their vaccines or their medicines. You know, what kind of crooked stuff is that? That just because you put out a medicine first doesn't mean that we should st- we should start injecting millions and millions of people with it. And Pfizer CEO is straight up no good. If he gonna sell stock, well, my thing is this: give the money to the people at the bottom of your company who y'all had to lay off. You gonna sell stock and make millions and probably make millions and millions of dollars. The people at the bottom who making you rich should be able to get hold of that money. That's why I have no, uh, I have no. What what's the word I want to say? I have I I will not get a shot from any medicines anytime soon. If I do, it's gonna be a long, long, long time because I just don't trust it. Just do not trust it. And so here we are. 2021, I'm going to do what I've been doing. Washing my hands, staying at home as much as possible. Uh, Covering my mouth with the mask. And and make sure that I take good care of myself, which I always do. So, (laughs) it is what it is. The next thing I want to talk about is the term Karen been on social media I never thought that the name Karen 
will be a phenomenon on social media. And Karen on social media just means somebody who's an idiot who think they deserve uh, 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 well, actually, the Karen on social media means they being an asshole. That's what it really means. That they think they all of that. And, uh, 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 to me, if you watch social media in the last week or so, a young lady accused a young man of stealing her cell phone and actually she lost it or left it in a Uber drive, Uber cab or Uber car and the man from the Uber, uh, uh, Uber, uh, car came and gave her back her phone. Now that's a character to me, an idiot. And so I never thought that a name that's common would be all over social media. And that just said any woman who act a fool in public, they are Karen. So God help me not to be a Karen. My next thing is on sports because of course, of course, of course, I love my sports. And my Houston Texans are four and eleven. And they just seem to find a way of losing and breaking your heart. Because in the first three quarters, they end the game. But then they get to the fourth quarter. And I just don't understand. I just don't understand. And I think the frustration uh, that uh, J.J. Watts had... Uh, after the game was over with, I mean, I never seen him this upset and outright. I mean, he was pissed off at his teammates, and he's like, he's he said the same thing I've been saying. If you don't want to be here, go somewhere else. If you're not about winning and winning a Super Bowl ring, don't be part of the Houston Texans. Go to some other sorry team. Because right now, the players we have are not making it. We got a kick-ass quarterback in Deshaun Watson. J.J. Watts is still a great player because he played his heart out. And we still lost. So we need to get some of these pieces. Like I said, we had DeAndre Hopkins. You cannot replace him. You can only get players who... Uh, hopefully a uh, half is good and um will fuller i just don't understand how <sighs> he took a controlled substance he said unknowingly and he got suspended for six games but six games cost him the rest of the season so we gotta wait into next what august to training camp well, this August, really, we're already in 2021 in August for the next training camp. Man, this is crappy, crappy. And then we still looking for a head coach and a general manager. So, Lord, help out my Houston Texans. Help us win the Super Bowl. Come on. We can do it. Okay. And my next topic is on the Church of God in Christ. You know, I cannot remember 
not going to church this long in my life. Every Sunday, if you live in my mom's house, we went to church every Sunday. There was never a time that I can remember missing this many Sundays in a row, which I'm not complaining because I'm grateful because I get to relax. Thank you, Lord. But this is amazing. And during this pandemic, uh, Bishop Charles Blake said that he was stepping down as the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ. And I'm happy because he is something that's definitely wrong. He he lost a lot of weight. He looked. He really looked like does himself. I mean, I don't know if he died of cancer because it looked like his clothes are just hanging off of him. And God bless him and bless Mother Blake. But uh, now that the power struggle is on, now that Bishop Blake has stepped down, and I know everybody thinks just like I do that Bishop J. Drew Sheard, who is Karen uh, Clark's husband, everybody thinks he's going to be the next presiding bishop. Uh, and that's what I think, too. So we'll see what happens. Uh, uh I don't know if we already had the election or we having them. I don't know how they're going to do it since this pandemic. But it's going to be interesting how uh, we get. Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting who who's going to be our next presiding bishop. So, and I guess one of the last things I want to talk about is all the people who died this past year. And one of the most, I guess for me, the one of the most shocking has to be um, Abenita Nelson. And if you know about Betty Nelson, Betty Ransom Nelson and Bishop Nelson, um, I didn't, well, I can't, I guess I can't say I kind of grew up with her. But I remember her when I was a little girl and she was the same age as I am, I'm thinking. And we all used to go to the state temple together uh, at 9311 Compton Street. And at the Holy Convocation. And when I found out she passed away during the summertime, and it was hot. I think that was in June or July or something in between those months. It was a shock to my system. And yeah, she was overweight and yeah, she was confined to uh to uh, 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 uh chair. Uh I can't even think uh what you call those chairs? Uh Oh my God, what you call those? <laughs> she was confined to a chair. And uh, I can't believe she's gone. But she's gone. Uh, Mother Taylor, uh, who I've been knowing since I was a little girl. And uh, that's Johnny and Crystal's mom. Um, a wheelchair, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Avenida was confined to a wheelchair. And 
when I first saw her on social media, I was shocked, 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 shocked. And then less than a year later, after first seeing her in a wheelchair, she's gone. So my prayers still go out to the Nelson family and her son and her brother and uh, Dr. Betty Ransom Nelson. But back to Mother Taylor. You know, when I first saw Mother Taylor, I saw her at the State Temple, too. We all was around in the early 80s, and I was a kid. I was nine years old when I first started going to the State Temple. And I saw Mother Taylor and uh, Crystal and Johnny, her two daughters. And um, Mother Taylor passed away during the summertime. I think it was June. In June, uh, she passed away, and then uh, uh, Bishop Brooks, who's on the general board, and Bishop Wells, who's on the general board, they both passed away, uh, I guess, during the late summer, like August, September. Uh, Rance Allen, which I remember Rance Allen passed away, uh, what, a month ago? Yeah, probably a month ago or less than a month ago. And uh, I remember when I first saw Rance Allen in person. It was uh, it was at the State Temple. Oh, my God. It was at the State Temple where we have our Holy Convocation. And it was in the early 80s, like 83. 83. And I first saw him in person. And uh, it's kind of amazing to think that now he's gone and who else uh bishop flounder her brother uh passed away a couple a couple well last week if i'm not mistaken yeah, just last week and my prayers go out to bishop flounder and her family uh he I think uh, on her YouTube page, I mean, on her Facebook page, she wrote where he was in hospice. And when I read that, I was like, oh, my God, he's near death. And he passed away, I guess, four or five days later. So, like I said, again, my prayers go out to Bishop Flunder and her family and the City of Refuge, United Church of Christ. And... I guess the biggest shock of what last week as well was Bishop Iona Lot. I cannot believe that. I didn't even know she was sick or what she died of. Of course, they are not saying yet. Um, uh, everybody now, if you die now, uh, doing this time frame everybody think you died of coronavirus and i'm wondering did she die of coronavirus although i'm speculating uh and allegedly that's what i'm thinking but uh she passed away and i remember bishop i own a lot oh my god it's been almost 30 years ago when uh well no yeah probably actually probably 25 26 years ago when i first saw had a zeus with bishop carton pearson and she tore the place apart and i've kind of been following her ever since and they just had her 
celebration, homegoing celebration. Uh, was that this week? Yeah, the twenty second. Oh, probably the twenty second was last week. Uh, and uh, my heart goes out to her family and her friends, her church folks, uh, as well as to Bishop uh, Carolyn Shockwell, who was right there with her, and her sister, uh, uh, Bishop Iona Lott's sister. Yeah, I, I'm still in shock, because I can't believe it. But, you know what, I think it just tells us that time is winding up. Uh, this is not a time for playing. This is time to get your business in order. And I have been more focused on what I need to do more than ever. And you know what? My inner thoughts and my reflection is this. I don't know what's going to happen uh, this coming up year. Like I said, this is January 1st, 2021. And now it's 108 in the morning. And I just want better. I want the best for me and my family. Like I said, I want a new house. We need a bigger house because we have just outgrown this house by leaps and bounds. I want a new car because I'm tired of riding the bus and trying to figure out uh, when the next bus going to come and all that. I want to be able to take my mom wherever she needs to go to the store, to the grocery store. I want to be able to go to the washer children. I have to worry about washing uh, some clothes uh, here and there and have to go several times because I just don't have a car. But God, I'm I'm asking for a brand new car, especially my Cadillac Escalade or a Ford F-150 because I love both of those. And, um, I don't want to go back to being a car auction driver. I really want to get into social media and the television and radio because I'm really interested in that. And I like doing podcasts and I want to get better at it. And I want to make it a profession because I love, like I've said on my very first podcast, I love speaking my mind. And this is something I really, really enjoy. So, you know what? I just ask God, whatever your will is for me, let me be ready. I don't want to be getting ready. I want to be ready. And I just want to say, God, thank you, thank you, thank you for watching over me and my family. We've never, ever got coronavirus during this pandemic. Keep us healthy, happy, and holy. Keep a roof over our head. The best is yet to come. That's what Bishop Carter Pearson used to tell us years ago. And I thought it was a cute saying, but now I apply it to my daily life. The best is yet to come. And I said in one of my posts on YouTube, this is going to be my breakout year. And guess what? I really believe that this is going to be my breakout year to get out of debt, get a new house, get a new car, get my finances in order, and, do, and have a career that I really enjoy. I'm making making money this has been a true blessing it's been a learning experience i never thought that we would be wearing masks here in america now 10 years ago i remember i used to see uh, the world news and asian people wearing masks because they had bad pollution but i never thought that would come over here where 
you can't even go into a local grocery store or anything without wearing a mask. And it's just a sign of the times. So, I just want to say, God, thank you for letting me and my family see another year. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for guiding us, giving us wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And until my next podcast, I will see you later.